Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Bees live in women's eyes. Black holes are being photographed. It's a heady time to live in the world today. And we've got a Halloween extension for Brexit as well. <laughs> How could I forget Why that? Why are they bringing Halloween into this? I like Halloween. How could I forget the third story that makes up the holy trinity of today's news? <laughs> Brexit extended to Halloween. A lot of people having to go at that black hole picture saying it's not very good. Get, what are you expecting? Get a life. Get, the first comment I saw. The first comment I saw was that was taken on Android. <laughs> <laughs> and the second one was I'd fuck it. I love it. There's, there's no, there's no, there's no pleasing people. Some people because I think that uh, that original um, composite image or whatever the mm. data for it was a, was compiled in like 2017 and it took two years <laughs> yes. to bring it to fruition. By the way, it's 50 million light years away. <laughs> first complaint. Ah, it's a bit blurry, isn't it? A bit blurry, isn't it? What are you expecting? What fucking HDR high def graphics? Yeah, it's, what, are you, what are you expecting? Yeah. Um, it's a Luke and Pete show, episode 158. I'm Luke Moore, that's man to my left. Although, interestingly, on Monday he was to my right, but he's know, to my yeah. left today, wearing a cardigan, got a sore neck. It's Pete Diggory Donaldson. Hi there, I hurt my neck in the gym, and then I slept on a sofa. Do you uh, even lift? <laughs> no, not, not, not today, I don't. Why did you sleep on a sofa? Uh, because um, I slept on a sofa at work for four hours. This is depressing. Is this uh, the start of a depressing tale? No. Uh, well, my dad is staying in my house, and he um, and I, I realised my spare keys didn't have the outside key on it, so I can I could get in. I couldn't get as far as my own front door, so I could get into my front door. I just don't have the outside key, which is problematic. Um, and my dad had my dad when he goes to bed turns his phone off. Yeah, which is excruciatingly annoying. Yeah. and also he's incredibly deaf. Right. Um, so when I was ringing the doorbell to let to be let in. He, uh, he 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 couldn't hear me, so I sat asleep at work for four hours until he woke up at his uh, ripe old time of four a.m. This is, and I'm sorry, mate. This is depressing. I'm afraid. Mm. What what um, um and what um, I'm mean, lost what? for words here. What? How is it? How is the planning so poor that this is even possible? Because I thought because I've got some spare keys at work, but I I was in this situation about five months ago where I forgot that my outside key isn't on that key ring because I lost that key um, and it can't be copied because it's one of those special ones right. that you've got to go to your landlord for. So if you, is your dad to blame for this? Was he was he apologetic? Half and half. Was he was he apologetic this morning? No, he just laughed at me. He said, uh, oh, you're up late. I was going, I've slept on a sofa, you prick. <laughs> Mind <laughs> you, so, get in my so did he. He insisted on sleeping on the sofa to martyr himself. I'm like, Ugh. Oh, right, okay. Um, how, so, how are relations between Stewie and PT fine, generally? Yeah. Fine, we're off for a steak tonight. So nice. A, a succulent steak steak dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you off to, and you're off to see Rich Hall with him tomorrow? No, not no. My dad's seeing Rich Hall tonight. Oh, okay. He's on at like 9.30. So you're going for dinner first, but you're not yeah. accompanying him to Rich no, Hall? No, I've got to go to work, but he's, uh, he loves yeah. Rich Hall. I can't figure... I've, I couldn't tell you what Rich Hall does. Like, I've seen him do stand-up, but it's a little bit political, maybe a little bit Hicksian, but... 
he, he sings country songs, doesn't he? And yeah, a bit of that, I think. Yeah. Bit, it does a lot of panel shows, so we certainly used to. Rawr, talk like this. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And my, um, my dad can't get enough of him. It's crazy. Speaking of sleeping at work, I remember when I worked at one of my old jobs, and there's a guy I worked with called Callum, who mm. um, I guess had a similar situation, or he stayed out too late, couldn't yeah. get home or whatever. And uh, he ended up sleeping in one of the sofas at work, because yeah. obviously the past meant he could get into work. And uh, when I turned up at work in the morning, I think I was there quite early for some reason, he was asleep on one of the sofas in like a breakout area. Mm. But he had a um, a company branded scarf tied around the I face. Heard a, I used a scarf to do it last night. Yeah, because every time you move, yeah. the lights come on. Yeah. And so otherwise he wouldn't be able to sleep. So was, as a makeshift sort of eye mask, he had this scarf. So what it looked like had happened, because he was like in the fetal position, it basically just looked like he'd been kidnapped, kidnapped. and dropped off at his own place of work. <laughs> so, yeah, that can happen. I used to spend a lot of time sleeping when I used to work for XFM, now Radio X, I believe, um, in the drum room. Now, if you know, like, studios, they're pretty well insulated sound-wise, so yeah. they're the perfect sleeping place. Yeah. And I used to sleep in... I didn't have a sleeping bag, but have you know those really crinkly um, grey post bags you have in offices? Yes. Like the, the, to put Don't tell me you've got one of those. I got one of those, like a little, like little, a little, sack. little sack. Like, like a you're going to be a like sack I'm gonna, Like I'm going to be um, birthed into a beautiful Peter Butterfly. At that age, you should have been participating in the sack race at one of your children's sports days, <laughs> but... As your life didn't work out that way, you're we, sleeping inside the sack we at walk, work. We walk. Um, Why didn't you go home? Um, I can't remember. I think it's just too late. I was on the breakfast show, wasn't I? So like oh, okay. you only get a few hours. But um, I um, hilariously, um, we hilariously walk up. Remember Squidgy Rich, who I used to live with? Yes, I do. He yeah. filmed a couple of the early Football Ramble videos because, uh, by virtue of the fact he was my housemate. Yeah. Um, and he was also sleeping on the sofa at one point. And we, as a, an amazing breakfast show skit, decided to wake him up on uh, on on the radio his first word was cunt <laughs> <laughs> that's always going to be a uh, potential like, oh, backfiring of that pr- particular yeah. prank fuck oh you cunt really yeah um, Pete let's talk about small insect living inside women's eyes yeah I, I had a little favourite on that story so I think that needs to be discussed is this the start of a of a trend <laughs> <laughs> He's in Taiwan. You've been there. A yeah. young Taiwanese woman. Um, at Fu Yin University Hospital in Taiwan described mm. the incident as a world first. I mean, like, like they're taking some sort of claim for it. Yeah, By the yeah. way, I think this is a world first. You're not walking on the moon. No, it's in cancer, you found mate. some insects in some eyes or in AI. <laughs> yeah. In a tear duct, apparently. Four yeah. of them. Yeah. I mean, how small could they be? They must be absolutely tiny. But yeah. like just that having that kind of um, irritation and then something living coming out. Oh, the satisfaction though. I've seen a leech being removed from a guy's nose before. Mm. That's just, he just had a nose for a couple of days. He was like, I better get this checked out. Yeah. But if I'm thinking, that leech is wasteful. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't really, surely, if you never have a nosebleed, you might have a leech up there because that yeah. leech is going to town. Yeah, true. Having a lovely old time. So probably the best place for the leech. <laughs> Maybe they should prescribe them for nosebleeds. I mean, I yeah. mean, presumably, I mean, because... The, the bees have to be tiny in this, right? But yeah. I've, I've read another thing saying that like they're not actually that small. Well, for the picture, seems like they're not that they're not that small. They look like little ants, don't they? Yeah, I think they. I think maybe they grew. <laughs> they don't this, live very long, do they? This is a perfect in the Venn diagram dictionary definition Luke and Peach of story. Oh, it's bodily. It's disgusting. Yeah. Uh, it involves crying women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and uh, and horrible little horrible little louses in your eye. Oh dear! Yeah. I remember waking up this morning feeling a bit confused, saying, "What four bees have been found inside a black hole on Halloween?" <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, yeah, waking up to that. I mean, that's a confusing story, isn't it? Yeah. 
We had a story on here where a guy who had some things living in his head and he had to put Vaseline on it. Do you remember? Oh, yeah, to make the... Um, to starve them of oxygen, starve essentially. Of oxygen, yeah. yeah, so it can, it can she, happen. She could have just crunched them. If she just rubbed her eye hard enough, she would have just crunched them, I reckon. Crunch, uh, crunch. Apparently, Pete, uh, if she had rubbed her eye, she would have literally lost her sight. Oh, yeah. That's why you're not a doctor. <laughs> Give it a little rub. <laughs> what you rub. should have done is rub your... Just do it now. Give it a little rub. Yeah. Really, dear, a oh horrific dear. story, uh, and of course, Julian Assange has been uh, excavated from the uh, Ecuadorian arrested embassy. in a very similar fashion to a succulent Chinese meal. Yeah, a lot of people out. making that uh, making that uh, connection, but Being it's enjoyable. Out. It's lovely to. Uh, it's, uh, I can't remember which one it is. I think it's this one. She's going to report me for not that one, gentlemen. This is democracy, democracy manifest. manifest. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw another tweet which I enjoyed of someone asking, "What se- does anyone know what season the football manager?" He was on. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. said he must have been uh, uh, off off camera, off off uh, microphone. Off you, you said uh, that he the amount of onanism that must have been uh, oh. taking place in there. Uh, true, the but he did have. He was Pamela Anderson's girlfriend. Was Which he though? A, he was, yeah, massively. She went in there to see him once. That was it. No, really. they were, they were, they were, they were knocking. Ecuadorian well, listen, boots. That brings that brings into a whole new perspective the uh, visit of Nigel Farage, <laughs> <laughs> who I believe also went to see him. A booty call. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, no. I just think there's absolutely no way a man of that age uh, who literally cannot leave the house yeah. um, is not embarking on giving himself a little treat from time to time. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Well, I love did. to know the but arrangements. Anderson pop round, as I said. Yeah, but I love to know the arrangements. I mean, that's a fuck you to anyone who's like, like, sing, like single and celibate and, you know, looking. Yeah, true. Sort of going, he's got Pamela Anderson. And he, and he never leaves the house. <laughs> um, is there not um, an interest from your end, Pete, because it certainly is on mine, about the arrangement he had in the embassy? Could he go to the fridge, help himself to a cup of tea? Well, he had a little, he had a little corner, um, uh, little room, didn't he? Yeah. Um, apparently smashed it up a few times because of frustration. Oh, really? I mean, you would be frustrated, really, wouldn't you? But yeah, I weird. suppose. I mean, What's going to happen to him now, then, Pete? Um, well, he's. He, I don't know. I don't know. If he'll get extradited, but he's, he, he'll probably get. He won't he get, or go back to Sweden because he didn't face the charges, the rape charges, did he? Right, so he'll be extradited, will he? I presume he'll go north rather than west because the American definitely won't have a chat because he's been like WikiLeaks has been leaking every um, Russian. Um, Every Russian piece of information, he's, they, they've usually clicked as a as a vessel for everything to get out. The clue's in the name, isn't it? Yeah, all yeah. of the DNC uh, stuff. I think came through them, didn't it? Yeah, apparently so. I'm not been kept. I'm not really kept up with the story, to be honest. I've got to the age now where if something gets too difficult to understand, I just I just <laughs> Honestly, suck it off. I was like the Israeli, like I was looking at like the Israeli election. I was like Netanyahu's like he's he's aligned himself with um he's got more and more right wing and the the, the idea of. Uh, of any Palestinian rights isn't even on the table for any of the uh, of the people who are going for the for the Israeli premiership, and he's like, and I'm like, why am I getting involved? I don't even know what's happening in my own parliament. <laughs> yeah, we'll do it to be fair. Why do I even care? Yeah, um, what well, about I care because this... I care about human rights, Luke. Thank yeah. you. You care about your own human rights more than anyone else. Uh, well, I'd slept on a sofa, mate. Exactly I'm, true. I'm a mess. Yeah, you deserve better. Shambles. You deserve better. Um, what about this black hole, Pete? Have you got anything to say about that? I mean, um, it's five hundred. Is it sexier than Pamela Anderson? Listen to this. It's 500 million trillion kilometres away. You, you know my opinion about space stuff. You don't like it's it, It's do too unfathomable. Yeah, it's true. Uh, and, and too, it's too malleable. Not malleable. It's too um, indistinct. I can't... I can't well, the, the, numbers numbers get, so the numbers get so big, I'm like, I can't. I have no scope for this. One of science's biggest problems... So one of science's mm. biggest problems is it's got terrible PR, right? So right. That they never... They, like it's, it's the same with evolution. The, the, the teaching... Uh, against evolution, particularly in in some of the U.S. educational establishments in the South of the U.S., but also in, in around the world, is hugely 
detrimental to our understanding of the world around us, right? Mm. For obvious reasons. The reason that part of the reason is obviously to do with religion, and in fact, a large part of it is to do with religion, but also. Because the numbers are so staggeringly big, mm. because people say, well, hang on a minute, you know, look at the intricacies of a, of a human eye or of a bird's wing or of a, mm. of a heart valve or whatever, or a brain mm. and consciousness. It's impossible for this to happen. So the easy way out for me is to believe that I was created by some creator. Right. right? What science needs to do is do a better job PR-wise of explaining exactly how this is possible by, by first of all saying, look... This took place over you know four and a half billion years. Okay, look at the fossil record. Look at this. Look at the different chain. Look at the stages. Look at how it works. Look at the heredity of it. All this, all this other kind of stuff. And they don't do that. And it's the same with space. So what we find is, and some people on the internet are just fucking idiots, of course. <clears throat> but the first response you get to this amazing development in, in the first photograph of a, first of a picture of a black hole. It's people saying, well, it looks a bit shit. It's like, you, you don't fucking understand. Because, well, one, you haven't learned science properly at school, and science hasn't done a good enough job of PRing the subject to the general lay audience. Well, people, I mean, I mean, I think anybody who is in that job will be saying, well, we do fucking PR, we tell the truth, we uh, explain it to the nth degree, we explain it uh, on, in layman's terms, we explain it in popular science, we explain it in uh, un- very unpopular science, in uh, very uh, weighty terms. Um, but people are always going to be fucking idiots, aren't they? Yeah. People well, when are I went to go and see... Something that they can't be asked understanding. When I went to go see Brian. Well, the problem is, is a part of us, part of the culture is to celebrate anti-intellectualism, isn't it? And that's linked with populism and stuff. Yeah. But when I went to go see Brian Cox at Wembley Arena, he done a brilliant job of explaining to someone. Because obviously, my wife is, is very scientifically literate, so for her, it's easy. Mm. Well, not easy, but easier. And for me, I'm a complete layman. So when I went to go see Brian Cox, not yeah. only was it great because he explained this kind of stuff. Uh, but also the the different type of people in the audience was crazy. It'd be like mm. people taking their kids as like a you know like <laughs> a, an exciting science lecture. There'd be right. old couples, groups of girls, groups of boys. It was cool, and um, I feel like there needs to be a bit more of an effort for, for to make people more scientifically literate. But you're right when you start talking about a black hole, which is 500 million trillion kilometers away and 40 billion kilometers across, it's kind of a bit like. Mm, it's very difficult to fathom that, and and because mm. you can't fathom it, it's difficult to work out why it relates to our understanding of the universe and the well, world around the, us. Um, uh, so I, I like the idea of you going to a science lecture with your good lady, and um, uh, you being, say, you're going to watch the Foo Fighters, yeah, and you're going to watch, and you are looking out for songs like I don't know, I'm trying to think of a big Foo Fighters one. Uh, song. What's a big food? Learning song? to fly. Learning to fly. Monkey wrench. Monkey. Well, it's one of the early. You don't hear monkey wrench very often, but learn to fly is a good example. Okay. You're looking out for learn for learn to fly. She's looking out for the first album. She's looking out for yeah. for all the cows. Yeah, she, yeah. She's looking out for the B sides. She's the, she's, the non-album tracks. She's what, what Brian Cox to go. This one's for the heads. She's got to and <laughs> just start banging out. Like Why a did Radiohead never play Pop Is Dead? No. Yeah. 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 So no, that's probably true. That's, <clears> but the other thing is, Pete, when you see photos of of. Um, of of space and, and and exciting things in space. There's no context, is there? Mm. So no one's holding like a thumb up or a cow <laughs> and going, "Look, this is how big a cow is. This is how big that planet is." I, think, I, think, I think it's more the um how the the power of it. You know, I think that's the thing that excites me about black holes. It's like the whole. Oh, I could re- oh, we could tear the roof off something, couldn't it? <laughs> just yeah, the, just the power and the. Uh, is your love life a black hole? Um, yeah, pretty much. Is your love for me a black hole? Uh, yeah, nothing it's can endless. escape. It's not endless. even gravity. It's endless. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's do let's do a couple of um, emails, people. First of all, let's have a little breaky. All right, then I'll press this button. Then all right. 
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> oh, Simon Le Bon, having a little sing song there. Yeah, it's nice. He chose his um, um, his wife Yasmin Le Bon out of a magazine. I heard that. Yeah, he just went. I want that one. Is it that stage? Of, he was at that stage of his life where I mean, I guess it was. It's quite. I mean, is it misogynistic? That that um, story? I, I don't know. Like, I like. I'd like to meet this one. It's, I, it's, it's not. Yeah, it is misogynistic. Massively misogynistic. Well, I was about to say something. I stopped myself. And what I was about to say was he was at a stage in his life and he was um, so successful and so handsome and all that kind of stuff that he could choose any any woman he wanted. Mm. But that's not really how life works, or not how life should work, is it? No, it gets um, you in the room. That's what I'm saying. On the other hand, he, looked, he didn't look like that. <laughs> I mean, he looks like. Yeah, he looks kind of sort of. Like I'd love to have grown up in the like 80s. He's like a foul tennis coach uh, can you imagine, wearing a military jacket. Can you imagine what I'd look like in the 80s? Oh, How mate. much clout I'd put on. Because if I had any excuse to make myself look better... You, you would look <clears throat> literally like a an emaciated boy George. I would look like the Travago woman that I dressed up as that Halloween that they put me on the front of the house. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'd look like... Um, a man who's still in a rock band at the age of like sixty, but, but still puts the makeup one. on. Yeah, but still puts the makeup yeah. on. That's the thing, isn't it? When bands are, are go for that long, or they reform, mm. like when when Take That reformed, um, my first instinct was, oh, is Gary Barlow finally going to pay his tax bill? Um, <laughs> which I believe yeah, he, he's done now. But anyway, um, but my second thought was. That's all great. Good for mm. them. I'm not one to judge that at all. I love the fact that Ron Stones are still together. I know people disagree with that, but for me, it's, you know, do, do what makes you happy and all that. Uh, and it makes a lot of other people happy as well. So great. Good on them. But take that should not be doing the dance moves they were doing back in the 90s <laughs> because they're dads now. Yeah. And it looks ridiculous. At least program them some like easier moves. Some oh, less right, okay. energetic moves. Yeah, but you sort of you imagine them as like really, really ancient like people, but they're probably not that old uh, in the grand scheme of things. Like um, who did uh, hear hear Mickey? Uh, Tony Basil, who yeah. obviously um, I think Tune she choreographed that. the um, she choreographed a lot of Talking Head stuff, didn't she? She did. Once she? I didn't know that. One, the Once in a Lifetime dance was Gary Barlow's almost fifty, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, still in good nick. He can still yeah. dance at that age. He can't. I've seen it. She's about Carry on. Six. She's about to say, they don't want to. Yeah. She's about six. Well, yeah, you've got a mod- I think as a boy band, you kind of got to modify yourself a little bit. Modify yeah. I don't, I'm not saying they should just be sat on stools for two hours, <laughs> but there needs to be some sort of happy middle ground. Yeah, have you seen Tony Basil? She, she's, um, uh, she's like, she's like, I think 60 odd and she's right. still dancing. Like, she's still an, an incredible dancer. But obviously, that was kind of her trade, I suppose. Like, uh, did you ever see Take That? Um, 
doing a cover of uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit yeah it's awful it's absolutely horrendous it sounds like the end of the world so that's that should it's be, more you know what it, that should be fired into a black the hole thing it gets me about it I'm going to try and stick it on if we get past the adverts hang on what, oh, what, gets, what gets you about what it what gets me about it the thing that upsets me is they they don't put any distortion on his guitar. They don't even give him like a like a fuzz pedal or something. They've planned this, yeah. so at least get the sound. This is, what is this? What, the Arena, probably. Earl's Court, yeah. 1995, at the height of their powers. Is that Jason Orange on guitar, I think, maybe? It's just on lead vocals, I think. It's again? I think he just said lead oh, right, vocals. Yeah. Right, so it's a nice, thick, kind of like, humbucker kind of sound. Yeah, he's got his guitar. He's, he's only got, he's scared to lose the chord, so he's doing his bar chord early. Yeah, he won't move it. He he's won't got, move he's got like a vice like grip. Can't move on his it. hand. It's like me playing the piano. <laughs> <laughs> Put some dis- like that's. Yeah, it's bad. It's so. It sounds clean. like a, it sounds like a. Mu- <laughs> was that who's that fella? Um, is that Howard Donald? No, uh, no, Mark Owen. Mark, no, it's um, who's the main guy? Oh, Barlow. Isn't Barlow. It? Yeah. Barlow's te- tearing off his shirt. Um, like WrestleMania, like uh, Hulk Hogan. Do you know what it sounds exactly like? It sounds like you're at a music class and your teacher comes in and goes, "Do you want to know how to play Smells Like Teen Spirit today?" <laughs> this is how you play it. It's yeah. when you get your. It's it's when you. It's just incredible. It really. Yeah. It's just. Um, it's when you buy um, a Fender Squire from Argos and it's hundred quid. and You get a little amplifier with it. Yeah. And you haven't got any distortion, so it's no. just like. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. I completely Fucking agree. Dreadful. Yeah. I think. I think people will thank you for bringing that to their attention. <laughs> I think even Take That fans will agree that's ridiculous. <laughs> um, let's do some emails then. Pete, I've got an email here first from James. Get involved. Um, he says, hello lads, referring back to episode 155. I am a primary school teacher. Mm. And a few years ago on a bright sunny day, I had the outside door of my classroom open. Yeah. What do you think happened, Pete? Um, well, bearing in mind you talked about a dog loose in your school. I reckon a dog's going to be involved. What should walk in but an alarmingly large dog? <laughs> this <laughs> dog is alarmingly large. <laughs> My first instinct was just to keep the 30 screaming slash laughing 10-year-olds quiet and calmly shoo the dog out the door. As I gently grabbed the dog's collar, it nipped at me and growled, which at one point I decided to get all the children... Which uh, Sorry, at which point I decided to get all the children to leave the classroom as quickly as possible, <laughs> staying away from this incredibly dangerous, rabid dog. I think that might be an exaggeration there. Yeah, but uh, you don't want to mess around. But he's, he's, t- he's painting the picture like there's been some sort of zombie apocalypse. Well, you just rarely see... Is this, was this like recently or a few years ago? Because um, it's like... Because it, it's like... Um, well, you, you don't see very many stray dogs, that's the thing. Now, but I don't think it was stray. He's already admitted it's got a collar on it. Oh, um, my teaching assistant and I got all the children out safely and closed both of the doors of the classroom, locking the dog uh, inside. As there were children outside on the playground, we couldn't safely just let it walk out again. We called the RSPCA to come and get the dog, and I taught my class for the rest of the morning in a different classroom. When I got back to my class at lunch, I saw that although the dog had gone, it had obviously had a lovely time climbing on my desk and urinating on the class globe. <laughs> Wow, that's that's tricky. Yeah, maybe it was a flat earther comment on Brexit. <laughs> that sounds like a Chumba Wumba video. Left on the on, left on the um, on the blackboard in scratch like chalk. Citizens of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so, that's wonderful. I mean, I'm sure it was pretty odd. So I'm not trying to trivialise what was probably a traumatic situation, but even so, no, you got protocol in these matters. Get the dog away from the kids. Or vice versa. You tried one side of well, things and tried... No. sacrifice one kid to save the rest of the class. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got an email from uh, Kaysa. Hello, Kaysa. Um, who um, 
Oh, my Kesar, actually, uh, because um, there's a J in there, but she's helpfully written her name in a slightly different way to help me out. And I've still muffed it up, so oh, okay. apologies. Uh, I don't Kesar. think it matters. She knows who she is. Uh, she does. Kesa. Um Hi, boys. I've been called boy in a while. Hi, boys. Hello, boy. Oh, that got me a bit excited. Um, What's was, wrong with there me? There was a guy I used to work with at um, Capital Radio, really cockney guy. I can't remember what his name was now. Hmm. And he used to always go, uh, hello, boy. Hello, boy. And uh, he, also, he was so cockney that he used to do that thing with his lip. Royston, was it? No, not Royston. Before he um, stopped talking, he used to go, oh, um, oh, um, like that. Oh, um, Luke, uh, can you stop pissing on the uh, <laughs> the Capital Radio Globe? And they also, real proper cockneys do this thing where they go, whereas I would say to you, it's not as I'm doing it every day now, is it? Whereas cockneys will say, it's not as I'm doing it every day now, is it? <laughs> is and, it? And he used to do that. Is it? Sorry, carry on. Is it? Uh, you've only kindly read out two of my emails uh, so far, but I couldn't pass this one up. It's fine, Kesa. I'm sure I muffed your name up the first time too. Uh, you're talking about uh, carrots up the asses. Come on. I told her what factors that are. Here's a... That's a woman you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. she's ripped the heart out of this community. <laughs> <laughs> These are people we had trade. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking lovely. Me. Shit building. Um, <laughs> shit building. Do you ever do that? I don't think we've been listening to the show before. My dad works in a shityard. Or my dad's a wanker and he wanks all day. Banker. Hang on, wait, wait a second. My dad's a wanker. Yeah. Oh, oh. He is a wanker. <laughs> Knocked you out the house. Knocked me out the fucking house. Yeah. Um, he's only he's been up uh, getting, he's had my bath, t- he's had my, um, uh, he's, he's put the towels in the wash. He has, uh, God knows what he's been doing. Um, and he's uh, only popped out for some WD-40 and bought some caustic soda for the toilet. So Does your dad subscribe to that proper man's agenda, which is if it doesn't move when it should, WD-40, yeah. and it, if it moves when it shouldn't, gaffer, gaffer tape. tape. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Back when I was uh, a wee lass, having just moved to the big bad city of London, I was living hand-to-mouth off of waitressing tips when I came across an ingenious way uh, to make a fast buck. I knew a that's, guy... That's, sorry, Pete, that's like actual financial tips, not just getting tips off waitresses about how to live your life. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> yeah. um, I knew a guy who was working in the porn industry in some ridiculous, uh, ridiculously niche fetish genre, uh, CFNM, if you fancy a Google. I'm familiar with that. It's clothed female nude men. It's like right. it's like the embarrassment of it's it's I think it's a bit it's not S and M E but it's for people I think it's for bankers who like get to have too much stress in oh, their right. day so they want to be oh like they want to be um, embarrassed like in um what's it called billions the guy in billions right okay is he back at bang Paul Giamatti's character yeah okay, kind right. of yeah I think so yeah, 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 it's kind of similar yeah, thing yeah because yeah. um, like you like you okay you see pictures of people post on Twitter where you just have like a dominatrix in like the middle of Victoria Station with a man with his top off like being really led, yeah being led through I've Victoria. never seen that but that is like extreme Rush embarrassment hour. I'll go through it every day I've never <laughs> seen that extreme is it one of those things that if you haven't seen it you're that person <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um, yeah CFNM uh, they were scouting for filming locations and one chilly October evening. I sat back in our living room while a team prepared for a shoot in my bedroom. In so the kitchen. Why, sorry, why is she doing this? I wasn't listening. Uh, for a quick buck, cheap. Uh, She's renting out my, her house? Renting out her room. Okay, fine. Okay. Um, if in the kitchen they were microwaving carrots, which, to be, which were to be inserted into the guy's tender behind while he would act out a video sex chat by my desk. I remember standing in my kitchen, staring in fascination as the rounded, smoothed carrot round, spun round and round in the buzzing light of my microwave. After they finished, they could come. They said uh, I could come back into the room. I found them wiping my desk with a disinfectant, and I decided to give them some more minutes. But wow, they left this me, is a crazy story. But they left me with six crisp uh, fifty-pound notes, and I was a happy bunny. Mate, that's not a bad little uh, 50. earner, is it? How long was it going for? Six fifty-pound notes. Oh, 300 bar. 
All right, innit? 300 boys. Making money off porn without being in it any day. Okay, that's all. Uh, cheers, guys, etc. Are these emails going to you directly? Because I don't remember reading that at all. <laughs> Six days ago. We could have done it on... Uh, Thursday Monday, or Monday, yeah. Yeah. Um, exciting. Yeah, interesting. It goes on. These things happen. They um, walk among us, as Joe, they say. Joe, who uh, did the Windsor Knot podcast around yeah. the time of the royal wedding, um, he is uh, almost a member of the aristocracy, as far as I can tell. <laughs> he's quite, uh, he's quite uh, upper class, but he. Um, Knows a few people who own like who own like stately homes and own some pretty serious. Oh, I bet stuff goes on. Serious there. stuff and a lot of um. And he says he knows like of several pornos that have been filmed in these really really posh castles and stuff. King's Speech, uh, remember the yeah. King's Speech? That room where they do with the microphone and yeah. like the, all the, the the filthy walls and stuff. I haven't seen uh, they're doing that. Yeah. Um, there's some beautiful shots where they've kind of superimposed the gay porn film that was filmed either before or after in the same room. Oh, was it really? In the okay. Same location with the main actors. That's so funny. It's so good. Give um, it a Google if you can. What about this, Pete? An angry man has got in touch. Angry uh, man? Called, what? I think he's Scandinavian. He's called Edvard. Oh, yeah. I love that name. He says, just finished episode 157 on my walk to work. So this one's hot off the press. I'm imagining him going... Monday's episode. Screaming less. Ah, Edvard. Ed- Edvard Munch. Um, he says, um, I've got a few issues. All right. Well, you've come to the right place. Yeah. Because we've, yeah. we've got a few ourselves. Have you got bees in your eye? <laughs> First, Luke, for Pete's sake, don't always interrupt Pete. We never found out what his morph suit for the London Marathon was like because you cut him off. I couldn't think of anything else for the next few minutes trying to imagine what it would be. I apologise. That's a trope of mine that is, you know, sometimes can be very annoying. Pete, please take up the mantle again about your morph suit for the well, London I would, Marathon. I would argue that But it's... I don't think Edward knows what morph is. No, exactly. I would argue... Probably meet Scandinavia. Come on. That's very transferable morph, you not be young, though. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, uh, we we go all around the houses, and I I really rely on your uh, you you getting me out of a non sequitur or two. To be yeah, frank, it's part morph of the dynamic. Suit, morph suit. He's a little plastic. He's a little brown plasticine man. Um, <laughs> and, and he was stop go animation, wasn't he? On he was Tony st- Hart's heartbeat. Yes, Tony Hart's heartbeat was like a children's art show um, uh, presented by a, a very softly spoken uh, national treasure called Tony Hart. Heartbeat, beat, beat. It used to go. Heartbeat, do, 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 do. And Morph was the best thing about it because he. Tony Hart wasn't all that interesting, but it was very relaxing television. I imagine it's really good pub, post-pub television for older people, but uh, uh, yeah, Morph was a stop motion, uh, claymation, brown kid, I guess. I don't know what he was. It's kind of sort of a. Androgynous. Yeah. And he had, he had a friend, he had a friend called Chad, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. What was his mate's name? I think his name might have been Chad or Chaz. And he used which, to speak in um talk like that. Yeah, nonsense. Um yeah. him and his uh, him and his friend used to hang out. Um but I decided to go as morph, um dress up as morph, and so somebody made me a bespoke morph suit. Do you want people to see that suit? It looks a little problematic in twenty nineteen. Okay, your mind. so maybe we'll keep that under a bushel. It's, I mean, the, I, don't, I think it's fine personally. Yeah, I mean, it's clearly well, more. It it's clearly more. Yeah, it's clearly um, And Tony Hart sadly passed away in two thousand nine at the age of eighty three. So I remember when he died. Tony, we hardly knew. What year you. was that? Two thousand nine. So ten years ago. So, uh, oh, oh, I'm thinking of Rod Hull. <laughs> okay, he died in nineteen ninety seven. I think. Okay, Edward, for, for I know you get annoyed by this. So uh, t- Rod Hull was a. <laughs> Kind of guy, like a ventriloquist kind of guy who had this emu character uh, that he used to attack people with, and it was Saturday morning television kind of stuff. My um, friend, my Scottish friend from Aberdeen, he um, was flipped upside down by Rod Hull and emu. Uh, so if you can imagine, he was upside down in front of a lot, like he was doing a show, and he's brought up on stage, and he and he sort of made to do half a cartwheel, and, and he grabbed Rod Hull grabbed hold of his leg, um, so he's upside down, yeah, and he made emu. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is horrible. It's not horrible. It's, it was just a little joke, but in the harsh light How of 2019. How old was he? Day, How old was he? Uh, young enough to do a cartwheel. Uh, he went, oh, I've got, oh, Emu has found a worm and then went for his genitalia. Oh, dear. But it was fully clothed. I'm sure it was all above board. But in 2019, those kind of jokes do not fly if no. you're a children's entertainer. Like Emu. Emu does... <laughs> like this bird, famously. Emu does... Emu does like worms. Yeah. He can't deny it. And if Emu did see a Charles Peters, he'd probably go for it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's entirely in character for a flightless bird who does a lot of grubbing for worms. The right. stamping on the ground. I look forward much. to Edward's email next week. <laughs> Uh, his, his second bugbear is I remember some episodes ago one of you said not my story to tell Let, let's no, very no clear. fair enough one of you went on a digression and I think you actually <laughs> apologised for digressing right I just realised that your whole podcast is a long series of digressions so no need to apologise it's what makes me listen it's been very demanding Edvard third it's the third and final bugbear okay. of Edvard's. You should look into who manages your ads in Norway. He's obviously Norwegian. <laughs> right. Episode 157 had ads from a Norwegian podcast about health issues for elderly people. And it's uh, partly hosted by people from a magazine called We're Over 60. I have a feeling there aren't many people over 60 with bad health listening to the Luke and Pete show. Anyway, keep on talking and digressing, Edvard. We've, right. had, some, we've had some emails from all the listeners, right. definitely. If you, if we you talk are, about my dad who's 66 now, I think. If you're over the average age in this country, whatever that is, or if you suspect that you are, get in touch. I want to find out who our oldest listener is. I think we had someone who was about 65, I think. Did we? I'm fairly certain that happened. It might have been, yeah, it might have been that. Well, anyway, listen, been I, show. I hope Edvard thinks that we've um, kind of addressed his concern here. Anyway. <laughs> if you'd like your concerns addressed, um, it's really easy to get in touch. It's uh, hello on LukeandPeteShow.com. Listen, if you've got a problem, a fundamental problem with mm. aspects of our character, yes, um, let us know. It's no yeah. problem. And if you've ever I've got loads of problems with Pete's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. I've just been offered a um, a special pre-sale offer on the Luke and Pete Show uh, email. David Sidaris. Um, Who is that? I don't know. <laughs> I think he might be a journalist. He's an author and humorist. But he's wearing uh, he's wearing a humorously um, shirt. He's wearing a, a blazer and um, shirt combo and then some silly trousers. Apparently he writes for The New Yorker. Ah. Well, no, I've never go. heard of him. No. Um, let's, let's go. Get out of here. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> All right, then. Um, if you've got any information about Morph or Tony Hart, maybe you met him, or maybe Rod Hull abused you in some way. Maybe. Hello. It wasn't abuse. It was just a, it was a stage show, and he went, oh, I found a worm. There was no grabbing of the genitalia. It was just like, a, ha-ha, this boy's got a penis. Yeah, but it's just a man's hand with a, with a kind of... Unorth- I know it is, Luke! An unorthodox covering But I just it. want... It's fine. Hello at LukeandPeach.com. Get in touch. It was fine. It's Settle not my story debate. to tell. Settle this debate. We'll get Craig on next um, week to we'll tell s- a story properly. We'll see you on Monday. Have a great weekend. This was a Radio Stakhanov production. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.